Welcome to another episode of Loud in Tech. In today's show, we'll be diving into a wide range of fascinating topics, including ask to bytecode execution in NBASIC, Lumia WOA project, and the GitHub repository, data-oriented design. We'll also explore Wikimedia Project's transition to Creative Commons 4.0 license, AMD's expansion of ROCM support, and the JavaScript Gomjabar. Plus, we'll talk about a computer built using swarms of soldier crabs, Emacs Lisp shorthands as a namespacing system, NVIDIA's H100, and the world's first 2-3 growth medicine. And if that wasn't enough, we'll shed light on the forgotten programming language, Simula, and dive into the theories of X and Y, all while examining the static extension methods for Java in the GitHub repository fluent. So sit back, relax, and get ready to dive headfirst into the exciting world of tech and culture here on Loud in Tech. Before we dive back into more tech goodness, let's give a shout out to our fantastic sponsors and my personal favorite software in the entire universe, Mason. Picture this, a world where a solo founder can take on an e-commerce giant. Sounds like a superhero movie, right? Well, meet Mason. This AI shopping co-pilot is here to save the day. Mason swoops in to guide shoppers as they shop, making sure they find exactly what they're looking for. Did I mention it's like having a secret weapon against the Amazon tax? Oh yeah! Mason will help you break free and skyrocket your sales. Head over to GetMason to join the revolution. That's GetMason.io. These next few minutes are around tech news. Hey there, tech enthusiasts! Today we have an exciting story for you. It's all about the journey from abstract syntax tree, AST, to bytecode execution in NBASIC. Now I know what you're thinking. That's some serious tech lingo right there. But don't worry, we'll break it down for you. So in this story, we dive into the world of NBASIC and explore topics like fast and slow machines, the latest release of NBASIC 0.10, Microsoft bidding us farewell, and the introduction of Snowflake. But wait, there's more. We'll also tackle the challenges of programming in Rust, Traits, and Dependency Injection. And if that's not enough, we'll even discuss Google's build times and the importance of clean builds. Phew, that's a lot to cover. Oh, and did I mention unit testing a console app? Yeah, we've got that too. So if you're ready for a roller coaster ride through the fascinating world of tech, buckle up and let's get started. Hey there, tech enthusiasts. We've got some exciting news for all you Lumia 950 and Lumia 950 XL owners. Introducing the Lumia WOA project. It's like a super-powered transformation for your Lumia device. This amazing project brings the Windows 10 or Windows 11 desktop operating systems right to your fingertips. Now you can run all your favorite apps, whether they're ARM64, ARM x86, or x64, on your Lumia phone. But wait, there's more. The Lumia WOA project also comes with Mobile Shell, a slick shell that gives your phone the appearance of Windows Mobile. And guess what? It even has features like cellular support and SMS messaging. Now you can truly experience Windows on the go. Hang on, a word of caution before you dive in. The firmware provided is for testing purposes only. So don't forget to back up your precious data before you start tinkering. And remember, this software hasn't been approved for emergency services, so it's not recommended as your primary phone device. Nevertheless, the Lumia Woe project is a thrilling adventure for all you Lumia owners out there. Happy exploring! 
In a bid to meet the growing demand for GPU compute, AMD has announced its plan to expand support for the ROCM, Radeon Open Compute Platform. Currently, ROCM only supports AMD Instinct RDNA, two workstation graphics cards. But this fall, more RDNA 2 GPUs and select AMD RDNA 3 workstation and consumer GPUs will be included. Why is this important? Well, with the rising interest in artificial intelligence and machine learning applications, the expanded support will offer optimizations for AI and HPC workloads. The 48GB Radeon Pro AW7900 and the 24GB Radeon RX 7900 XTX will be the first RDNA 3 GPUs to receive official support, with more cards and capabilities to follow. And as if that's not enough, AMD has also tackled reported driver issues on unsupported GPUs in the latest ROCM 5.6 release. So get ready, folks, because AMD is cranking up the support and unleashing the power of ROCM to even more users. Computer scientists at Kobe University in Japan have created a computer like no other. Inspired by the swarming behavior of soldier crabs, these genius scientists built a computer using billiard balls instead of those boring electronic signals. Yep, you heard that right, billiard balls. They've created a pattern of channels that act like logic gates and guided groups of real soldier crabs using fake bird shadows. Talk about ingenuity. The researchers even managed to make a basic logical or gate work using the crabs. But hey, nobody's perfect, so the more complex AND gate didn't quite pan out. Nevertheless, this mind-blowing research opens up a whole new world of possibilities for creating unconventional computing models. Who knows? Maybe we'll have crab-powered supercomputers in the future. Crabs assemble. Hey there, folks. Have you heard the latest tech buzz? NVIDIA has just released their exciting new GPU, the H100. And let me tell you, it's packed with some fantastic improvements that are going to take performance to a whole new level. This bad boy doubles the throughput for FP32 and FP64 operations, meaning your workloads are going to get done in a blink of an eye. Plus, it also doubles the tensor core throughput for all you matrix multiplication gurus out there. But wait, there's more. The H100 is specifically designed for those big and beefy jobs that need some serious power. It prioritizes performance per watt, so you're not only getting speed, but also efficiency. And let's talk about that high VRAM bandwidth. Now that's impressive. It's all about that speed, baby. The H100 really knows how to emphasize VRAM bandwidth, giving you that extra boost of performance you've been dreaming of. Oh, and did I mention that it's different from regular GPUs? Yup, it's got this super cool SM-level design, which means more memory for L1 or shared memory use. So, if you're into compute-intensive tasks, the H100 is your new sidekick. It's optimized to handle those demanding jobs with ease, giving you excellent compute capability. Get ready to supercharge your performance with NVIDIA's H100. Hold on to your toothbrushes, folks, because a Japanese research team is on the verge of making growing new teeth a reality. They're developing a groundbreaking medication that could change the game for those of us lacking a full set of pearly whites. Clinical trials for this tooth regrowth medicine are scheduled to kick off in July 2024, and if all goes well, we could be flashing our third-generation teeth by 2030. So, say goodbye to dentures and hello to a whole new world of possibilities. This drug might just be the missing piece to complete your dazzling smile. Keep those toothy grins ready, because the future of dentistry is looking bright and shiny. You remember those old things that were popular back in the day, but no one talks about anymore? 
like Furbies or Rollerblades? Well, turns out programming languages can be forgotten, too. Enter Simula, the 1960s sensation that's now collecting dust in the annals of tech history. In this article, our brave author sets out on a quest to find an actual implementation of Simula, a search as difficult as finding matching socks in a laundry pile. But fear not, dear listener. Our hero eventually triumphs and gives us a lowdown on what Simula is all about, from its syntax quirks to its nifty features, like working with numbers and text. And let's not forget the whole procedures and classes thing, a Simula specialty. Our author concludes by shedding light on Simula's impact on modern programming languages. So, if you're feeling adventurous, give Simula a go. And just maybe, you'll uncover the hidden gem of the forgotten coding world. This segment is about software development. Once upon a time, in a virtual land far, far away, there was a magical repository on GitHub called DeBartolini slash Data-Oriented Design. This repository was like a treasure chest, curated with all kinds of resources related to data-oriented design. It had everything you could ever dream of. Presentations, blog posts, videos, code examples, and more. With three. 1K stars and 197 forks, it was the talk of the tech town. Inside this enchanting repository, you could find knowledge about memory optimization, entity component systems, and even the pitfalls of object-oriented programming. It was a real goldmine for developers seeking to level up in data-oriented design. But wait, there's more. This repository wasn't just an abandoned relic. Oh no, it was actively maintained by its wise and dedicated contributors. They encouraged fellow wizards and witches of coding to join them by submitting their own magic spells in the form of pull requests. So if you're ready to embark on a data-oriented adventure, head over to GitHub and discover the wonders of DeBartolini slash data-oriented design. It's time to unlock the secrets of data-oriented design and take your coding skills to a whole new level. It's time to say goodbye to those pesky naming and versioning issues thanks to a new programming language called Unison. Unlike other languages, Unison uses a unique hash for each piece of code, eliminating the need for namespaces altogether. Finally, programmers can stop pulling their hair out over global namespace conflicts. Whilst it may take time for code-level dependencies to be implemented, we can rest assured in the promise of Unison's exciting new world. Today on the Tech Radar, we have an exciting news for Java developers. GitHub user Roger Keys has created a repository called Fluent that provides static extension methods for Java. Now, I know what you're thinking. What on earth is a static extension method? Well, let me break it down for you. With these static extension methods, you can call static Java methods as if they were object methods. It's like giving your Java code a little extra spice. And trust me, this repository is packed with code examples and step-by-step -step instructions for installation and usage. So, whether you're faced with a class that won't let you add methods or you're trying to work with an interface, these extension methods will come to your rescue. And the cherry on top? This repository is licensed under the Apache 2.0 license. So, what are you waiting for? Head over to GitHub and check out Roger Keys Fluent. Your Java code will thank you. And this segment is about culture and society. The future is here, folks. The Wikimedia Foundation is stepping into the future with a big update to its license. 
And guess what? It's the fancy-sounding Creative Commons Attribution Share, alike 4.0 license. Now I know what you're thinking. What's the big deal? Well, let me break it down for you. This update brings the Wikimedia projects up to the latest version of the Creative Commons licenses. And what does that mean? It means contributors can freely create and share content while still retaining their copyrights. It's like having your cake and eating it, too. But that's not all. This update makes the Wikimedia projects more accessible, globally compatible, simplified, and readable. You know, like a good book that you just can't put down. And here's the best part. It allows for new sources of knowledge to be directly added to Wikipedia and eliminates the need for different license versions in different countries. No more license confusion. Plus, it streamlines attribution requirements and makes the license text itself more readable. It's like giving your license a makeover, but without the fancy hairdo. So, what does all of this mean for the Wikimedia projects? It means they're going to keep thriving as open, collaborative platforms for sharing free knowledge. Hooray for the future! So hey, picture this. You're a JavaScript developer, right? And one day, you open up this innocent-looking file called PackageJSON. Little did you know, you were about to embark on an epic adventure filled with pain, frustration, and confusion. You start scrolling through this digital labyrinth, and what do you find? Version numbers, package names, fields like main and browser, type module, scripts, dependencies, dev dependencies, eslint configuration, post, asitas, just, I mean, the list goes on and on. It's like trying to decipher an ancient hieroglyphic code. But our brave developer doesn't give up. They bravely face the challenges that come their way. They harness the power of tools like TypeScript, AsBuild, SWC, Babel, and more. They wrangle with parsers, compile the code, and conquer the chaos. It's like they're facing the Gomjabar of JavaScript. So my fellow developers, let's raise a toast to those brave souls who fearlessly battle with JavaScript and come out on top. Once upon a time in the land of work motivation and management, there were two theories called Theory X and Theory Y. Now don't worry, this isn't some algebraic equation gone wrong. These theories were developed by the brilliant Douglas McGregor. Theory X believed that workers were lacking ambition and responsibility, only motivated by external rewards and punishments. It's like they needed a carrot or a stick to get things done. On the other hand, Theory Y painted a different picture. It assumed that workers were internally motivated, actually enjoyed their job, and wanted to better themselves. It's like they had their own internal party planner. Now, here's where things get interesting. Managers, being the choosy folks they are, can actually implement strategies from both theories depending on the circumstances. So, they can whip out the carrot or the party hat whenever they deem necessary. And that's the story of Theory X and Theory Y, two theories that had the power to shape the motivation and management game. Now I wonder what other theories are lurking in the shadows, ready to make our work lives more interesting. Only time will tell. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Loud in Tech. We covered a wide range of topics including ask to bytecode execution, Lumia WOA project, data-oriented design resources, Wikimedia project's transition to Creative Commons 4.0 license, AMD expanding ROCM support, JavaScript Gomjabar, a computer built using Soldier Crabs, Emacs Lisp shorthands, NVIDIA's H100, 2.3 growth medicine in Japan, Simula programming language, and Theory X and Theory Y make sure to tune in next time for more exciting tech and culture discussions. Stay loud in tech. Thank you.